Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome to On The Pace on this Wednesday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. It's wonderful to have your company and we're going to cover plenty of territory this morning because things are seriously heating up in the world of harness racing. We look towards the Hunter Cup in just over two weeks now. It'll be two weeks this Saturday and the Ballarat Cup is always an integral lead-up race. Well, that's to be staged on Saturday night and there's three New South Wales representatives and three strong chances as well in the Kerry and Morris pair of Pete said so and Kenina Problema and Sia Art, the Shirley Turnbull winner as well. So one eye on Ballarat this weekend. We'll also have a very strong fast class at Menanga where, hi, my name is Jeff, looks to remain unbeaten at the circuit. The Flying Mac Da Vinci is there, South Coast. Arden as well so we're starting to see with again not all that far away we look towards races like the Newcastle Mile in about a month's time from now so all of the big guns are starting to come out to play speaking of the big guns a strong trialing session underway at Menangle as we speak where expensive ego returns we haven't seen him since July of 2023 when he went around in the Blacks of Ake, only $20,000 short of being a millionaire. He's been a good horse for a very long time. It's good to see him back in action as well. So he trials this morning and it shouldn't be too far away either. Uh, Loyalist is there on return from his WA campaign. And when it comes to trotters, Funky Monkey returns as well. So some good, strong trials at Menangle this morning and you'll be able to catch all of the results and replays on the harness.org.au website very shortly. A few bits of news to cover up on. If you missed the news late last week, the very unfortunate news filtering through that Peter Gadsby passed away. Peter, very well known in the industry, a real gentleman, and he was... I guess, involved for a long time with a lot of very good horses, a few that spring to mind, Double Identity and his association with Harry Martin, Smoke It Up, Tough Monarch more recently. So we give our condolences to the family of Peter Gadsby. At Tamworth, we had racing last night. We had uh, their, I guess, the start of their carnival, kick things off, and we're going to roll on as the days pass by as well until next Friday night where their Carnival of Cups meeting will be held. So the Golden Guitar and the Tamworth Cup. Heats of the Golden Guitar this Sunday afternoon. And just a reminder, Adam Brand with his exclusive show, his only show as part of the a country music festival there at Tamworth to be at the Paceway next Friday evening. So if you want to get along, it's always a super popular night, but I'm sure this year will be no different. Adam Brandon, several other musical acts, head to the Carnival of Cups website and make sure to secure your ticket. It's a free event, but it is a ticketed event. So you do need to secure your spot. And yesterday at Menangle, didn't Robbie Morris have an afternoon uh, out? He had a super amount of success on that seven race card, bringing home four victories. So he really dominated that card of racing. His wins with So Am I, Will's Way, and then earlier on in the card, Explosive Bronski and Red Harbour. So uh, he had a real afternoon at the office included in that uh, four were two for Kerry and Morris and the home stable of Lucky Lodge and Kerry Towers also had a double. So a, a super afternoon for Robbie Morris yesterday at Menangle. We look forward to Bathurst this evening, a strong card of racing, and as is always the case at Bathurst on a Wednesday night, Bernie Hewitt has an extra strong team out in force. He's our guest for On The Pace this morning. Good morning, Bernie. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Bert. 
busy times this time of year. It's busy for your stable at all year round, but particularly this time of year, we're starting to see a, a few of the two-year-olds step out. So what are the team numbers like at the moment? And do you have any nice juveniles that you're looking forward to stepping out in the coming weeks? Um, yeah, it's still early days with them. Just started trialling a few young ones. So um, uh, they've only had a couple of trials, some of them, and some of the fillies I'm just popping back out in the paddock for a couple of weeks now. A few of them have got bits of colds happening this time of year, so um, it's one of those things you've got to deal with each year with babies, but um, I'm hoping like uh, a couple of weeks I'll clean them up and uh, just give them that freshen up that they all need uh, heading into a campaign. So um, there's a few there, there's half a dozen or so there that are showing extra amount of ability at this stage, but uh, like always they've got to go on with it and um, and some will come a bit later, so um, I'm just hoping we've got we've got a you know relatively competitive team when it comes to the bigger races. There's a few first season sires this year having their debut crop of juveniles. Do you have any that you've, uh, I guess, picked up that you, you like the the way that they're progressing? Of course, with the yearling sales just around the corner, I'm sure you're being asked this a lot. But are there any new sires that have impressed you so far? Um, probably Poster Boy. I've got a few here by Poster Boy that um, really got up and got going and uh, pretty fluent paces. And um, they're probably the only new season side that I've, you know, off the top of my head that sort of, um, yeah, stood up and said that they might be uh, a force, yeah. Speaking of the yearling sales, I'm assuming you'll be uh, attending many of them this year. Wayne Loder and Julie Loder, of course, are big supporters of your stable, and they're starting to breed a couple as well. But uh, I'm I'm sure that you'll be on on the lookout for a, for next year's hopefully two year olds, and I'm sure that's a, another busy part of your life at the moment, looking at yearling sales catalogues. Yeah, I sort of um, had a bit of a look at the uh, Brisbane sale or the Gold Coast sale uh, so far and um, they're the main ones I'm sort of just concentrating on at the moment so I hope to be able to pick one or two up up there. Um, yeah, like always, you've got, to, um, you've got to be looking at the following year's uh, stock coming through so um, we, we breed a few here at home and, um, you know, obviously uh, Wayne and Julie are breeding more now so they're, um, they're actually going to be selling... Uh, a fair portion of their stock just to you know control num- numbers more than anything um, so and then you know I'm hoping to pick up new clients along the way and and you know as always I like to concentrate on the babies and look for the, the better ones so um, you know for sure we'll be we'll be concentrating on the sales again. Just before we discuss tonight's chances a few of the stable stars I'd like to get an update on firstly Jewel Melody where's she at? Uh, she's been back in work probably three weeks. Yep. All right. And what sort of races are you targeting? I would assume now it's, she's a four-year-old, it's going to get a lot harder. You're obviously not targeting the Chariots of Fire. So is the, the Queen Elizabeth II mile something you're looking towards or uh, would you like to still try and, I guess, cover her up a little bit and maybe target a few of the, the four-year-old races around during the winter per se? Yeah, that's right, you know, and there's the Riverina Championships. I've sort of got that uh, marked down for her, but um, I just wanted to sort of give it a quick spell and then bring her up and see where she takes us. Obviously, um, she's going to be stepping up in a, a higher grade now and uh, in the open four-year-olds, so, and obviously I'd like to be um, still chasing the mare's races more so than against the, the boys, but, um, you know, probably in a over the next sort of two months when she gets up to trialling we'll have a look there where she's up to but um, she's quite 
quite forward. She she did well in a spell and uh, looks terrific. And uh, she's always a great eater. So she'll just tell me which, which way she's heading as we as we get a fitter and um, start mapping out a bit of a program then. And what about Rip? We haven't seen him for a few weeks. Rip. Yep. You say yeah? No, he's out for an extended spell. Um, his old injury from when he was a yearling just had a bit of heat in it the other week, and uh, so we decided. And his form was telling us that he wasn't quite right either. So um, he's gone to the spelling uh, paddock for probably close to 12 months. So we're just going to give him a real good spell. And so you won't see him for quite a while now. All right. Disappointing there. But of course, uh, he is such a good horse and only relatively young as well. So there's still plenty ahead for Rip. And Royal Cruiser was a horse, a two-year-old that did a super job last season. He was placed in a Breeders' Challenge final uh, he went around and was able to win a few on end uh, at the back end of last year. So where is he at? He looks as though he's a real horse of the future. Yeah, really like him, Brett. Um, he's, uh, he just had about 20, 25 days off, and, um, which wasn't a, a big spell, but he is a horse that was sort of racing well at the end of his prep and really starting to learn to race. And um, I sort of thought I'd better, better just give him a short spell and look after him because uh, I wouldn't mind sort of having a crack at the New South Wales Derby with him and, and you know, the feature three-year-old race, uh, the uh, Chalice at Bathurst. So they're sort of on his radar. Um, he's come in looking well, as I said, and um, I'm hoping that he really develops into a top, top liner, that fella. Excellent stuff. Yeah, he looked really good at the back end of the year, being like Sweet Lou as well. They seem to, to really go on with things once the penny drops. A Royal Cruiser horse that we can see in the next little while. Let's talk about tonight at Bathurst. You've got probably a smaller team than regular, but uh, a lot of good chances. Ten Gallon goes around in the opening race. Second up from a, a long spell. He spent quite some time off the scene and his first up running made a little mistake, but uh, he's obviously a horse, even with that mistake last time out he wasn't really beaten that far all things considered off the back of one fairly sedate trial so what can you tell us about this guy and how much more improvement has he taken through that first up run uh yeah he went quite well as I said he was a little bit erratic in that first uh, run but he, he hit the line really well so um he's a horse on the improve um he's got a nice draw there tonight um should be very competitive um i think whatever he does again tonight he should only improve the next few runs so um from his draw tonight, he's got to be some sort of hope and um, hopefully, as I say, does everything right and um, can take advantage of the draw and, you know, I don't think he'd be too far off them. We move over to race number four. You've taken Sergeant out, but Tom the Curious goes around here and it's nearly an, an exact carbon copy in terms of profile. Comes up with the inside gate, is now second up off the back of a really long spell and was quite good first up as well. The time was really solid. I was quite impressed by what he was able to do off the back of such a long break. He's probably in a bit of a sticky grade. It's There's no easy races, but you've got the inside draw. Yeah, that, that's right. He um, he was quite, uh, quite fresh and, and went quite well first up. I was really happy with his trial and his run, so... Going forward, I think uh, same thing. He, he's drawn to be in the race again, and um, I think whatever he does tonight, he'll improve on too. So um, you know, he's got to be some sort of hope of uh, a top three finish from that uh, good barrier there tonight. Race number seven, you've got a first starter by the name of Mammals Hard, had just turned three-year-old, and she had a few trials as a two-year-old back through April, May, and then she was obviously tipped out for another spell, and then returned with a trial uh, going back to. 
just over a week ago now. What did you make of that trial and uh, what sort of filly is she going forward? Uh, yeah, she's she's a nice filly. She um, she wears a spreader. She's a bit, bit close in front, but um, been really happy with her work um, since she arrived back here and um, been going really well. I was happy with the trial and... Um, I thought she, uh, it's probably a bit of a rush putting her in tonight, but it was, um, you know, a maiden race there and a mare's race, so I thought, it would, you know, she'd probably um, go and trial pretty good again, so she might as well put down for a race, and she's come up with the, the back row draw there, but that might well suit her too. Um, you know, I think going forward, as I say, first up, only one trial under her belt too, she'll, she'll improve off this run, so probably more an educational run, but um, if she gets the, the breaks, you know, I think she'll be pretty close to him as well. She might be one to watch going forward, Mammals Heart. And finally, Intrusion goes around in race number eight, another that's first up. We haven't seen him since May, but he must have shown you something at home as a young horse because you, you tested him in some quite good company. He contested a gold crown series and he also went around in an APG series as well. So what was your impression of this guy as a two-year-old? Was he a, a typical big, always be Mickey that needed a bit of time? Yeah, and he probably still does. He's he's always been a raw bone fella. Um, he's certainly grown up more. hasn't still hasn't filled out as much as I'd like, but I'm sure you know as he as he um, has the you know a spell later in the year, he'll um, he'll fill out again more. He seems to be a pretty honest guy. Not possessed with a lot of high speed, but um, seems to keep uh, you know keep whacking away. So I think um, going forward, he'll he'll be an improver as well. Um, he's only had the one trial up as well, and his track work's been pretty, pretty, uh, pretty honest at home. I wouldn't say he's, um, you know, at the top of his game either. But um, he, uh, he, he can go around again. He drew the back row, and, and it might well suit him. There's a couple of pretty race fit horses in, in that race. So, um, you know, if he, um, if he sort of gets the right sort of trip, I think he's a top three finish in place chance. Uh, uh, hopefully, he gets the breaks and uh, runs a good, good honest race. Four runners this evening, all quite well drawn, but are probably horses that are still on the up, so we'll watch them tonight and heading forward as well, but certainly all not without chances if things go their way. Appreciate your time this morning, Bernie. Plenty of territory covered, and also appreciate the update on your stable stars as well. Go well tonight at Bathurst. Okay, thanks, Brett. Bernie Hewitt, kind enough to to find some time for us this morning. So uh, a few quite good chances this evening. It might be horses to watch as they get a little further into their prep, but an update there on a few of his stable stars if you miss them. The top two and three-year-old filly, Jewel Melody, she's been back in work for a few weeks. So the Riverina Championship at Wagga on the Easter weekend is her first major aim. Rip, unfortunately, having a flare-up of that old injury, so we won't see him for quite some time. He's gone to the paddock for a long uh, rest and recovery and Royal Cruiser targeting the New South Wales Derby. He was a a real fine, particularly late in the season. He did some good work early on, but he just seemed to get better and better as the year progressed last year as a two-year-old. So his New South Wales Derby campaign is well and truly on track. That's on the pace for this Wednesday morning. Nine races, I should say eight races, beg your pardon, from Bathurst this evening. The first getting underway at 6.37. And as I mentioned, keep an eye on those trial results through from uh, Menangle today because there are some uh, top quality paces and trotters going around. The Open Class Trot Trial has just been staged and a new addition to the Jared Alchin team of Victory Hill. Always 
uh, a highly talented horse, a son of Trixton, who's contested many of the country cups in Victoria and now based in New South Wales. He was able to defeat Funky Monkey in 156 and 7, and they've run quite a strong closing half, 28-3, So we'll wait and see when Victory Hill next steps out. Quite well assessed as an 80-rated trotter, so he could be one to watch going forward, as I alluded to. Expensive ego, loyalist amongst a few other nice progressive types going around in the open class trial shortly. That's on the pace for this Wednesday, tomorrow morning. Brandon Cranborg will join you uh, from 10.30 here on Sky Sports Radio to preview tomorrow night's Penrith card of seven races.